what it is, what it do, and how the hell are all of you? With yours truly, Petra, I'll fuck it back with another mother lover. You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink, and lock in with your boy for another one. You already know what it is. Hope y'all staying blazed. Hope y'all staying blessed. Hope y'all staying safe in this crazy motherfucking time we living in. Crazy shit. Did the thank you episode. And then my statistics changed about like 2 a.m. last night. 50% women, 50% men listen to the show. So again, thank you to all the motherfuckers that be listening and tuning in. Major thank you to all you motherfuckers. I appreciate it. I was a, sh- a little shocked because I was like, damn, I just did the thank you show <laughs> or, you know, a little message, you know, whatever you want to call it. And it, the st- stats had to change the next day. Like, come on, motherfuckers. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Anyways, so there's been a whole lot kind of going on up in the news. You know, they still got protesting this, that, the other hooting and hollering. Not as, not as widespread as it was, but a lot of conversation, a lot of, lot, lot lot of articles and a lot of news surrounding Joe Biden and his speech last Wednesday. A lot of news surrounding Caitlyn Jenner, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Jenner, a.k.a. whatever the fuck you want to call him. Uh, talking about trans women shouldn't be played in women's sports. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a parents firing back at school boards and get rid of, getting rid of, uh, board members this that the other so i mean there's a lot going on and we're gonna cover a whole lot of it so tune in with your boy give me the first article man this is a i believe this is a fox news article if i remember correctly i'm not 100 sure on that let me see oh business insider business insider north korea warns of very grave situation after biden's big blunder in speech to congress and Funny thing was, this article came out, this news broke, that Kim Jong-un's, uh, one of his chief, one of his military commanders, whatever the fuck you want to call him, dude was dude came out and said it was a big blunder, a rah, 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 um, could be a grave situation with the nuclear capabilities that they have, Biden was saying during his speech that they're going to have to come up with some kind of a deterrence, this, that, the other, and... North Korea wasn't trying to hear that shit, which, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't, I'm not going to say you can blame him. Biden, Biden be woofing, man. He'd be talking a whole lot of shit because, I mean, come on now, he really does. You know, he, he says things that, he says things that are only, he only saying them to get a little bit of a reaction from the people that he wants the reaction from, you know what I'm saying? And North Korea ain't one of them. Biden's been in office for 47 motherfucking years, 50 years. And this dude ain't never once ever get batted in the eye for Korea. And never gave a fuck about Korea. North Korea or South. Let's be honest, he don't give a shit. He, he's China's butt buddy. Now, that being said, North Korea, there was on a... I think it was National Geographic Today or the History Channel. One of the two of them. They had a whole bunch of episodes and uh, TV about North Korea, South Korea, what's going on. What's went on for the last 70 years, this, that, the other, you know, and one of the things was, is I kind of laughed because they had John Bolton in the, in, in, you know, giving his little piece of information during the, during that uh, documentary, whatever you want to call it. And nobody wants to listen to that warmongering motherfucker. Nobody does. The only people who want to listen to him are the ones that are going to use his bullshit to try to further their narrative. Everybody on the right knows that shit. Every real conservative knows John Bolton ain't shit. Now, that being said. Back to the documentaries, they was talking about 
Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong uh, Nam, Kim Jong Yo, Kim, you know, all of them. They was talking about the whole family, the whole squad, seventy years of oppression and North Korea, this, that, the other. And one of the things that they were saying is that the only thing that Kim Jong Un needs is a nuclear power, and people gonna have to fuck with him then. You're gonna have to bring him to the table then. And I think Trump realized that. I think Trump realized. It was probably a safer bet to have that little motherfucker at the table than not at the table. You know what I'm saying? That's why during that sit-down, he, he asked Trump, what do you think of me? He was He's testing the motherfucking waters. He's seeing what y'all really think of me. Mind you, this young motherfucker, young motherfucker, because he was like 20-some years old when his dad died, he, he took over ruling the country. Like, he ain't no fucking old man, dude. So when you, these dude, these old motherfuckers are sitting down with them, 50, 60, 70 year old cat sitting down with this 36 year old, 37, 38 year old, you, you definitely ain't going to be on the same playing field. This dude's probably a, little, a lot more crazy than you would expect him to be. So Biden saying what he said D- to have North Korea say something like this, that's not a shock. They was threatening. They wanted to smoke with Trump in office. Kim Jong-un's sister hates America. Can't stand this motherfucking place. Hates all of us. So she want all the smoke. She want all the beef. Not the beef isn't the cows. I mean, they want the beef for themselves. They don't be feeding their people nothing. That's fucked up. But point still stands. They want they North Korea will go North Korea will go this shit if they can. And I think Biden's dumb enough, dumb enough to go through with it. I think Biden's dumb enough to start off another war. I'll, I'll say that shit outright. This motherfucker's been in more wars than he hasn't. And I'm sure he doesn't... He don't care if he goes... To, he, I'm sure he thinks they'd sell that shit up quick. I'm sure... That, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure North Korea wouldn't be doing too much to us generally. You know what I'm saying? But they, they can prepare those missiles to do what they want. Like I said, they're going to have to... They're gonna, the, the world's going to have to sit them down and actually look at them as a serious player, whether we like that shit or not. They're gonna take that that little seat they want by force, whether if, unless it's not given to them. And Biden saying this, it ain't giving them to him, man. North Korea warned the U.S. on Sunday that it will find itself in a very grave situation after the comments made by Joe Biden earlier this week. Henry Kissinger has warned of the doomsday potential of the weapons U.S.-China possesses as a relation between the two superpowers worsen. During Biden's, during Biden's first address as joint session of Congress on Wednesday night, he said that the nuclear program in North Korea and Iran presents a serious threat to the America's security and world security and the world's uh, security. The president added that he would work with his allies to uh, to address these threats through diplomacy and stern deterrence. You put sanctions on Korea for how long? They still came up with weapons. They still came up with they still came up with nuclear arms. What do you think a deterrence is really going to do? You're not going to tell him he's not going to do what he wants to do. That that's not going to fly. He's already proven that. And with Iran and them, with Iran backing it, I think I think Biden's out of his depth. I think Biden talks a lot of shit. I think Biden thinks he's a lot smarter than he really is. He is not no grand negotiator. And them boy, them motherfuckers is going to run circles around his ass. I just, that's how I see it, man.
They wasn't trying none of that shit with Trump. Not that they wasn't woofing, talking shit. Because they were, but... Grave situation, based off what he said, because it's going to be a diplomacy and a stern deterrence. North Korea does not want diplomacy with the United States. They don't. Kim Jong-un wants trading with the United States, but that, that's it. And that's probably because he wants to make more money off of legal type operations than off the illegal operations that most of North Korea has to do to fund that motherfucking country. Let's keep it 100. Plenty of reports, plenty of shit comes out like when they made Sony crash because of the interview with Seth Rogen and whatever the other dude's name is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have... They have, they, they got a, uh, they got a fucking, uh, whole fucking computer crypto fucking whole counterfeit operation over there and shit. They made us change our fucking $100 bill twice. Like, man, North Korea ain't fucking around. And I don't know why Joe Biden assumes they are. You know what I'm saying? He's nuts. Joe Biden really, I think Joe Biden had 25 people write his motherfucking speech. And not one of them motherfuckers thought about any repercussions from that speech, period. The top North Korean official, however, has denounced Biden's words as a big blunder. I would assume that this that this this official, this North Korean official, doesn't understand that a big blunder really in the United like to a, an American. Like I kind of chuckled when I read that shit. Like a big blunder, huh? Biden. I've never I've never I've never really thought about Biden and blunder in the same word in the same sentence. But makes sense. Biden's big blunder of a speech. Yeah, he. I think in in. I mean, the fact that a lot of the stuff that he said could be fact-checked and not be and come back is not what he means, like, not what it actually means. And, I mean, you're going to have, you're going to definitely have the radical left, and you're going to have these liberals hooting and hollering, pushing whatever they see as truthful facts of his speech as his. They're going to run with that. I'm going to let them. I don't really care. Do your thing. I'm going to argue against it. You have your people. I got mine. I got people that actually don't know what the fuck they're listening to. You got people that want to be fed more misinformation. That's how I look at that. The uh, the official said his, his statements clearly reflects his intent to keep enforcing the hostile policies towards the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, as it is held, has been done by the U.S. for over a half a century. Kwang Jung-gun, a senior North Korean uh, foreign ministry official, said in a statement published by North Korean News, It is certain that the U.S. chief executive made a big blunder in the light of the present-day viewpoint, Kwan continued, we will be compelled to press for corresponding measures, and with the time, the U.S. will find itself in a grave situation. He's talking about they're going to make nuclear weapons. They're, that's what he means by a grave situation. There's no reason to not act like we got to read between lines. That's what he means. He's talking about we want the smoke. We about to give the smoke. Keep talking all that shit, and we're going to give the smoke. Now, I don't think the U.S. is all at all worried about what North Korea could do. Could their missiles hit? Some say yes, some say no. But talking that shit might come might might be something Biden might have might want to think back on. Cause Trump was really trying to go down a diplomat diplomatic route. It really seemed like he was. No one is ever gonna be able to take away that DNC visit. No one ever is gonna take away that he sat down in Singapore with Kim Jong-un. So the fact that People are really going to run 
and think that what Biden said is actually going to make a fucking difference? No. Now he's now Biden can say we're going to do it with some with diplomacy, but the minute he said deterrence, you you raised red flags all across that motherfucking uh that army that country. They nah man, they already don't fuck with the U.S. They don't like the U.S. Their propaganda basically says we are trying to uh, hold them down and oppress them. And when you add sanctions and shit like they do, it does it does look like that. Now, there's reasons for that shit. Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong's dad, Kim Jong's grandpa was all, they're fucking nuts. They were nuts. They did some crazy shit. They killed people. They oppressed their own people, especially people that wanted to speak out or def- de- uh, deflect. Like, I mean, defect. There's a lot of people, man, that really got the rough end of the fucking stick, man. For just wanting to leave the fucking country. For just wanting to get out of there. So it doesn't... It does not shock me. And I don't think it shocks a whole lot of people that... They're talking about... They want It could be a grave situation. It could be some real true issues, man. Saki told reporters Air Force One that the U.S. had completed its review of U.S. policy towards North Korea... Our goal is to remain the complete denuclearization of Korea Peninsula with a clear understanding that the efforts of the past four administrations have not achieved the obje- this objective. Saki said the Associated Press reported. See, that's the one thing he's... Kim Jong-un's not giving up his... Not giving up them nukes, man. Nope. He's going to tell you he is. He's not, though. And I think we all know he's not. I think we know that. And if... And if... He doesn't? If he doesn't have anything to do, his sister definitely is not giving them shits up. Not at all, bro. Just like I said last year, when uh, when uh, Trump uh, popped off on Soleimani and Baghdadi, or two years ago, whatever it was, and Iran was talking about, oh, we they want that, they want problems, this, that, the other. You really don't want them problems with the U.S. <laughs> I don't think North Korea wants them problems either. Let's keep it 100. They're they going to talk, they talk like they want them problems. But they don't really want them problems. Let's keep that 100. That's, that's 100% what I think is that you can could, you could talk about. You, you, people could talk. They want them problems. They want them issues. They want that beef. They want that smoke. They can say that. They can act like they about that. They can act like they really want them issues. But I think a whole lot of people, when it really comes down to it, are a whole lot of talk and not enough bark. You know what I'm saying? They they really, I mean, you woofing, you, you talking, but you're really not going to get into it. You're not going to get up in someone's face and bark or bite. You're not going to do none of that shit. You're going to stand back. You're going to talk your shit. It's really easy to say thousands of miles away from someone, oh, it's going to be a grave situation once we get what we need. Kind of a ballsy situation, kind of a ballsy statement, but I think it's also ballsy and stupid on Biden's behalf. If there was any kind of relations that could have been built off of what Trump did, Biden squandered that shit easy as fuck. And it wouldn't shock me that he'd squander it just because he doesn't like Trump. I keep that a buck fifty all day, every day. The distaste for Trump. I think it's going to cost a whole lot of people a whole lot more than they think coming anywhere anyway down the line cuz you get a lot you get a lot more get a lot more being nice 
than being mean, man. You know what I'm saying? You get a lot more done with a good attitude or a good or a good uh, outlook versus having a bad attitude or a bad outlook. You know what I'm saying? Now, something that I think is extremely fucked up, man, is the fear that can be instilled into the American people by the news, by social media, by governor orders, you know, mandates. That fear, I think, really puts a damper on the American spirit itself. I think that fear is bad for our country as a whole. I think fear is bad for any country at all. I think it's bad for any country. Generally, when I think fear as it in like the nation, definitely screams authoritarian, authoritarian practices, authoritarian moves. And this to me is an authoritarian move. This is from uh, Fox News. Michigan Governor Whitmer announces plans to tie coronavirus vaccination rate to reopening. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer announces uh, Michigan vaccine to normal plan Thursday that ties the state's vaccination rates to its reopening plans. Now, a lot of people said forcing someone to wear a mask or forcing them to lock down goes against their civil liberties, goes against their rights, goes against their rights as an American. And ooh, that that conversation was argued back on every front from here to kingdom motherfucking come. We all seen an argument. We all seen someone that didn't see it the same. We all seen someone that wants to wear four masks and still argue that they can run the mile. This is some true authoritarian and bullshit. Authoritarian bullshit right here. This is that. That's exactly what that is. You want to tie your state's reopening. Even though Michigan is getting hit hard as fuck. You want to tie it to vaccinations. You're going to make it so people that don't want to get vaccinated have to get vaccinated to hopefully reopen their state. What that what this tells me is there will be another goalpost at another point. Well, if they got to let's say let's say oh we need we need half the state to be uh we need at least a quarter of the state to be vaccinated to reopen. The minute it gets to a quarter, they're going to say half. Come on, now that's exactly what they're going to do. The government is good at that. And that's what they're known to do. They're known to move that goalpost as often and as frequently as they can. Especially during Corona. Facts. How many of these governors, man, got that emergency power and it went straight to their dome? How many governors made bad decisions that cost thousands of lives? Exactly. That's some questionable shit, isn't it? Cuomo's the only one getting lambasted for it, but Governor Whitmer, Governor Walls, that's to name three. They all got that little bit of power and it ran straight to their motherfucking brain, man. They don't want to give it up. Move the goalpost. Oh, the state's got to get to this point or this point or that point or this point or this point. Oh, and then I'll release some of my power. 
It, this comes as Michigan tries to tamp down one of the worst on, ongoing COVID-19 outbreaks in America. With seven-day moving average of 340 new cases per day, 100,000 residents, and 2.63 deaths per day, 100,000 of 100 of per day of 100,000 residents. Whitmer's new plan: the state will set out a set on a set out on a path full to fully reopen once it hits four benchmarks of vaccination rate. The outlined steps we take to uh, emerge from this pandemic as we hit our vaccination targets together. Whitmer said Thursday, on our path to vaccinating 70% of, 70% of Michiganders, 16 and up, we take steps to gradually get back to normal while keeping people safe. So far, 48.4 of Michiganders aged 16 and up have already received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccine. Once that number hits 55%, workers will be allowed to go back to their offices. When the state reaches 60%, indoor capacity for sports stadiums, banquet halls, and other venues will rise to 25%, while gyms jump to 55, 50, 50% capacity. The cur- curfew for bars and restaurants will also be lifted at 60% at 60% vaccination. Sounds like a whole lot of goalposts, and I'm not even done reading these motherfuckers yet. The third benchmark is key. As all indoor capacity limits will be lifted when 65% of the people in Michigan get at least one dose, but social distancing will still be required. Finally, the vaccination rate reaches 70%. The face mask order and other restrictions will be completely lifted. So once 70% of the state is vaccinated, then they'll lift the mask mandate. They'll lift the social distancing. At least that's what it says. Other things will be lifted. But until then, a lot of these restrictions stay in place just with a fluctuating amount. I wonder how Michigan Michiganders really feel about this as Mich- as Michiganders, especially because you just said two to four year olds got to wear masks. This sounds like a true power grab to me, a true, a true power hungry type person, man. It's, it's fucking sad for Michigan too, because I know a lot of those people in Michigan is not trying to play that game, man. No motherfucking way. You're gonna make you're gonna make people get vaccinated just so they can open back up, just so they can go out to a bar, just so they can go to a gym, just so they can not wear a fucking mask. Under current restrictions, which are in place until May 24th, gyms stay open at 30% capacity. I don't know how you can have a gym running at 30% capacity. While bars and restaurants, casinos, and other businesses can open at 50% capacity. Probably still are barely hitting the bottom lines even at 50% capacity. Governor Whitmer has come under fire in recent months for handling of the coronavirus pandemic. Most recently, when it was revealed that she traveled to Florida in March while warning Michiganders not to leave the state. Yeah, she'd definitely be living in a... uh, uh, double standard Hippocratic world, you know what I'm saying? She really be, she really be living that double standard, man. Whitmer has since said that she was checking in on her sick, sick father and was not on vacation. It is saddening. Whitmer told Washington Post, "It's two day trip. I wasn't partying in Miami." Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you got to visit your sick dad, but no one else got to visit their sick family members at all. They had to look through a window. That's fucked up. It's a double standard. It's exactly what it is. Didn't she have some shit to say about uh, Ted Cruz? When Ted Cruz went to Cancun during the Texas storms? 
I think she did. I bet if I look back, I bet she, I think she did have something to say. Because I think I reported on her saying something. I could be wrong there, though. But, point still stands. It's saddening, she said. You know how many people were sad that they couldn't say goodbye to their, their grandmas or their grandpas or their moms, their dads? Because you wouldn't let them. Funny, funny, funny. And they, family members were sick. Family members would have probably fended very well had their family members been able to check in on them and at least say goodbye one last solid time. But no, Whitmer didn't understand that. Whitmer was not going for that. Now, she said, if you if you hadn't if you hadn't already if you hadn't already, I encourage you to rise to the challenge and be a part of the solution so we can continue our economic recovery and have the summer we all crave. People can still have the summer they crave. Just go the fuck outside. Go say hi to somebody. Wave. Smile. Take that fucking mask off. Especially if you're outside. Shit, do it if you're inside. Be brave. Oh, you shouldn't say that, bro. You get in trouble. For what? The survival rate? (laughs) I'll argue that all day and motherfucking night. I ain't shook. I ain't wearing no mask. And when I do... I'm not wearing that bitch properly just so I can make motherfuckers mad. Believe you me. No, I don't wear that. I'm going to touch it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking have my nose stick out. I'm not going to give a damn what you think. <laughs> Governor Mitt Whitmer lives, lives in a double standard. That's why she was okay to say that shit to Washington Post about it. It's saddening. Huh. I wasn't partying in Miami. doesn't fucking matter what you was doing. You told everyone else to stay motherfucking put and you chose not to. You didn't even abide, go with your own advice. Your own mandate. Your own bullshit. Rules for thee but not for me looking ass. It's crazy. It's truly crazy. That... We have governors, we have politicians, we have senators, we have people that put rules in place, but don't stick to their own motherfucking rules. That's on both sides. Don't say something if you ain't going to stick to. Don't tell people to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, if you're not going to do the same motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? It's... Now, I understand in some situations, do as I say, not as I do. I understand that. But to to do to, to run with a don't do this because it's going to do this or it's going to save this amount, but then you do something completely different that you would tell someone don't do, it's kind of fucked up. It's pretty easy just to say, you know, live and let live. You know what I'm saying? Somebody wants to go visit somebody and they're okay assuming whatever risk there could be, then let them go do what they're going to go do. Let them live their lives. Get back to the summer we crave. A whole lot of people been doing everything that they've been craving to do since the 15 day we're going to flatten the curve. Shit didn't work. Let's keep it 1000. In a matter of keeping it 1000, I thought fake news wasn't real. I mean, the radical left, 
these liberals would have you believe that fake news is just another GOP talking point. Another Republican myth. Funny how that shit works, right? Let's bust it on down, right? This is from, who is this from? Gotta make sure I got, I try to always make sure I got the, I think this, you know, I think this could be Fox. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll figure it out. Anyways. Fake news. New York Times. WAPO. NBC. Forced to retract false claims about Giuliani. Multiple outlets had to correct recent reporting on a raid of Giuliani's NYC home and office. The New York Times, Washington Post, and NBC News all issued a retraction Saturday for their coverage of Rudy Giuliani's following a raid of his Manhattan apartment by the FBI. The Times appended their correction to the story about the role Giuliani may have played in a 2019 recall of the ambassador, Ambassador Marie L. Yanovich, and whether he received a warning from the FBI about Russian disinformation. An earlier version of the article misstated whether uh, Giuliani received that version of the FBI had... Pro- <clears throat> that version also said the FBI had provided similar warnings to Giuliani, which he had, had which he has since disputed. This version has been corrected to remove assertions that OAN and Giuliani received those warnings. Four more warnings from the FBI about NBC and News. NBC News also issued a um, Miyakoba complaint... complaint, complaint Claiming its reporting was based on a source that, a source, but that that a second source now says that the briefing was only prepared for Giuliani and not delivered to him. In part of, in part over concerns, it might compli- compli- complicate the criminal investigation of Giuliani. As a result, the premise and headline of the article below have been changed to reflect the correction corrected information. Giuliani seized on the corrections, tweeting demands for the news organizations to reveal their sources. Where did the original false information come from? MSNBC, CNN, New York Times. I couldn't quite hear your apology, Giuliani tweeted Saturday. He followed up with a second tweet, slamming the Washington Post as defamatory. Giuliani's right. They ran, ran with that raid story like it was Flies to shit, man. Every outlet was talking about that. Not about how it was a, per se, miscarriage of justice, misuse of government funds, abuse of power, a vendetta, whole lot of things you could call. Oh, no, 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 no. They were trying to say that Giuliani was given a piece of paper that said he needed to cease and desist with the Russian disinformation. That really wasn't Russian disinformation because there was no Russian disinformation or misinformation. It was all made up by CNA and CNN and MSNBC and all these other outlets that really just headed off for Trump. Now, when CNN was exposed by Project Veritas about coming up with the Trump's handshaking story or whatever it was, it just shows a, a, a it show in my eyes, it shows a real opening into how they fabricated stories, how they came up with it, and how they got people to play along with it. And it does put everything they've ever said into question. Especially in my eyes. You're you're making up stories. You're making up narratives. You're making up whatever you can to get people to hate somebody just to get them to hate them. CNN was really, that, that guy in that video of Project Veritas, he was very, he's like, oh yeah, we got Trump out of office, man. I don't know if CNN wasn't around. I don't know if we could have did it. ho. <laughs> You're kind of ballsy, my man. But I think the way Giuliani was targeted by the DOJ, by the FBI and all that, 
I definitely think it has something to do with Biden and Hunter Biden. And I think it has to do with a vendetta. It's just my opinion. But I really do believe it has to do with the vendetta that Biden had. You went after my son. I'm coming after you. The Washington Post and New York Times must reveal their source who lied and targeted an American citizen. MSNBC, CNN forgot to mention their corrections. Fake news, hashtag fake news, hashtag bad people. He's not wrong. And, I mean, it's to me, it's he's not wrong. To see how so many people ate up every story CNN came up with or MSNBC or a Russian, a Russian, uh, store, a Russian, this story, a Russian, that story, Ukraine story, any story they could come up with that would push some kind of a narrative, man, the left ran with that shit. Like it was wildfire. And to hear them make up stories and make up narratives, this, that, the other, and then have Jim Acosta call Fox news, a bullshit factory really made me laugh. Something stupid. You know what I'm saying? And in the next article, it's Jim Acosta talking about Fox News being a bullshit factory. Not that Fox News doesn't have its problem. Let's be honest. They do. They do have a, a whole set of motherfucking problems. Do I think it's as bad as uh, um, CNN? Never. Never going. Never. Ever going. CNN is fucking Horrible. Horrible. Coming up with fake stories, fake narratives, fake whatever they can just because they hate Trump because Trump called them fake fucking news, man. Trump called them fake news and they came up with fake news. How is that not fake news? Come on now. And this man's Jim Acosta, man. He's still he's still trying to remain relevant. CNN's trying to make this motherfucker seem relevant. He's doing everything he can to make his show seem more important than it is. Let's keep it honest. Mia reports on Jim Acosta wins hearts by calling Fox News a bullshit factory. I love it when a man tells the truth. Well, Jim Acosta's not very much of a man, let's be honest. Like on the scale of men, if you used just your brother and your father of like the scale of men and then put your role model in someone else up there, Jim Acosta's probably not even ranking. Man's not, he's not a man. He's a little boy that has a job as a news anchor. <laughs> oh man, Jim Acosta's a fucking joke. CNN's chief de- domestic correspondent, Jim Acosta, has openly slammed rival news channel Fox News on live TV. Acosta addressed the channel as a bullshit factory in his bulletin on Saturday, March 1st. I think they mean May 1st, because this article was came out the other day, or today, or the other day. Why would they... Ugh. Copy editor motherfuckers, and I don't even... I don't even like... Come on, I read fast, and I fuck up all the time, and I didn't fuck that up. March 1st. Come on, now. That's a bullshit article. You can't even get it correct, motherfucker. This was a USD 
USDA grade A bullshit. And the reporter who wrote the story resigned, but the damage was done. Pumped out over the airwaves at the bullshit factory, also known as Fox News, Acosta said, while pointing out that since retracted New York Post article that initially claimed migrant children were given copies of Kamala Harris's picture book, superheroes are uh, are everywhere. Soon an official soon an official debunked the report, and. I guess, I guess it was, I, I don't know if it was debunked. I didn't really read much into the story and I didn't really care about the, if they did get the book. It wouldn't shock me if that, if that's what she did. It wouldn't shock me if that's, was a, if somebody just said she did. But if that's his basis for it's a, it's a bullshit factory. Oh, Jim, 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 Jiminy, Jim, Jim. You're fucking stupid. You work for the biggest fake news fucking factory in the world. The bullshit factory of them all. You got Don Lemon switching sides now. You got Chris Cuomo ducking motherfucking everything his brother Andrew Cuomo did. Oh, can't talk about him because it's a conflict of interest. A rah, rah, rah. That's a, it's an old rule we set up in 2013. No, you didn't. You a fucking joke. Trying to duck that shit because you don't want nothing to do with it funny how that happens and it doesn't really shock me that's really just the end of the article yeah i guess it's just yeah jim costa rips fox news as a bullshit factory reporting retracted kamal harris story so that really was all it was oh i guess they're oh then oh yeah people on twitter were clapping his cheeks for him oh yeah good job buddy Pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Fox News. Oh, yeah. They're fucked up. Oh, they're wrong. Oh, yeah. This wasn't the first time Acosta has called out Fox News. Last month, he called out Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson by referring to him as Fox Chief White Power Correspondent. <laughs> Man, he would get lambasted in a motherfucking debate with Tucker Carlson. He already knows that shit. That's why Trump shut his ass down so many motherfucking times because he was always saying some real dumb shit. Let's be real, Acosta said. Tucker Carlson's anger wasn't about the actions of a police officer who murdered a man, but the guilty verdict. Or as Carlson, Fox Chief's white power correspondent, described that decision. Please don't hurt us. The a juror came out and said that they were afraid of retaliation, afraid of they didn't want to go through the rioting and all that stuff. If they would have convicted guilty. So you can't say that you can't say that he's wrong. Tucker Carlson's right. They were that 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 was nothing but a kangaroo show trial. That's all that shit was. Kangaroo court, fucking show trial. That's all that shit was. It was a motherfucking joke. Let's let's just keep that one thousand. All fucked up. And they call it a f- f- bullshit factory. He's motherfucking insane, bro. He's fucking crazy. Jim Acosta got kicked out of the motherfucking White House press pool. For like three days, and I bet that was the longest three days of his life. And then he, then he, after Trump got out of Trump got out of office, CNN gave him a show because they already knew he wasn't going to go nowhere. He went to CPAC and got lambasted, got jammed up, got called out like forty three motherfucking times. Never had a fucking word to say. It was funny as shit. And it didn't, Jim Acosta. I only knew who he was because Trump used to make fun of him. 
That's why anybody knows who he is. It's not because he was some chief domestic correspondent. It's because he got outsmarted and outwitted by Trump how many times? Now, one of the... Another article that I came... That I seen was... It didn't... I, I don't know. I don't want to say it shocked me, but I wasn't... I didn't feel bad for these people. Just like I didn't feel bad for Jim Acosta when he got kicked out of the White, Pre- White House press sec- uh, pool. Just like I didn't feel bad when he got uh, called out by Trump. Just like I didn't feel bad when he makes a fucking fool of himself and people pat him on the back for it. Please, keep patting that idiot on the back and let him make more content for the rest of us to make fun of him for. Please do. Keep doing it. Please. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Just please keep doing it. Now this article, kicked out of Army recruits, failed the test that asked, have you been involved in terrorism? Now, somebody might ask themselves, what do you mean? What what was they're talking about these people that got kicked out? Had fun during those little riots and didn't think it'd come back to haunt them. Army recruits have feared to have links to extremists to extremism. Were kicked out of have after after failing a ter- test asking, have you ever been involved in terrorism? Up to fifteen hopefuls had passed the initial selection phase, but f- have fell foul of a sixty-six page vetting questionnaire. Questions in the counterterrorism check include, have you ever been involved in actions to overthrow or undermine paramilitary democracy by political, industrial, or violent means? Another says, have you ever been involved in terrorism, espionage, or sabotage? Further inquiries then try to establish whether applicants have supported terrorist groups or whether they or their families have close associations with anyone linked to extremism. Their wannabes were... the, the wannabes were feared to have links to with far-right jihad and other groups, but none faced legal action. A senior defense source said military skills are attractive to extremist groups, from ultra-right groups to U- in the UK to jihadists or people with extremist tendencies. A lot of these characters will be immediately di- identifiable, but some will not. The CTC remains of digging deep into someone's background to make sure their motives are wanting join, to join armed services are sincere. Freedom of Information Act shows up to 15 potential recruits refused entry into forces between 2016 and 2020. The exact number is not given for data protection reasons. The MOD said it works with counterterrorism teams in, in the home office police to fight the, ter- to thre- to fight the threat of extremists. Senior personnel have, got, have a guide on how to spot right-wing terrorism in their ranks. Leaders are advised to look out for troop expressing views on radical conflict, making generalizations about Muslims and Jews, talking about white-only communities, and even having XRW, extreme white right-wing tat, wing tattoos. I've never seen someone with XRW on them. And see, the one thing I think I get, about, I get from this article... It's mirror online. One of the things I get from it is that it's pushing a major narrative. Like in 2018, a soldier was discharged after taking a selfie with ex-English defense leader Tommy Robinson and former Corporal uh, Miko. I can't. I don't even know how to say that last name. Was jailed for eight years for being a member of a far right group, National Action. The Army said all personnel are subject to vetting as a part of the recruitment process to establish they, if they have any criminal convictions or links to extremists or prescribed organizations. That particular article, I know it doesn't say anything about people that were involved with the riots and this, that, the other, but I do believe it had something to do with that. So at least a couple of those people did. Or there will be. Because if it's only 15 and they don't have an exact number on how many, I guarantee you it, it affects, no, there, there, I'm sure there are, I've never seen any extreme right wing 
tattoos or anything like that. I've never seen that group or ever, ever have I seen them. Haven't heard of them until now. But that article pushes it more on the right and extremism on the right when most of the extremism that we have seen in the last two years is came from the left. Now, not that there hasn't been issues with the right, this, that, the other thing, but not on such a scale as the left does. And that's, the left gets away with acting like that and doing things just like that. But it doesn't shock me that the military is going to kick you out if you're going to be part of some extremist group, a jihadist group. It doesn't shock me at all. Now, I'm sure it shocked some of those extremists. I'm almost sure it did. And I'm almost sure some of those were lefties. Because how can you pinpoint that it's all right-wing extremism? Or is that just a, a good narrative to use, Mirror Online? Funny how, just, just funny how they, funny how they pick their words. Funny how they pick the narrative. Funny how they pick how they push what they, what they want to sell. Instead of just put it down the middle, straight down the line. No, we're going to push it just one way, a little bit this way. So it, it, we don't get lambasted by the radical left. Cause that's exactly what I got reading that article is, Oh, you don't want to get the radical left to jump on your ass. Funny how that works. Now, the further that we go in down this line of division, I really think that the left is really going to perpetrate and, per, and uh, perpetuate, perpetrate hate, chaos, to sow the division that they need for whatever power grab that they see that they can get at whatever time that they think they can get it. That's, that's how I see it. So when I see articles like this from The Blaze, MSNBC hosts suggest Tim Scott is a slave to the GOP, claims Harriet Tubman would left Scott enslaved. When I see that headline, and then I click the video and I hear her say it, it really makes me think that a vision that so many of us grew up not to see. So many, everybody I knew grew up not to see color. Not that we didn't know you were black or you didn't know I was white or you didn't know that your homeboy was Hispanic. Not that you didn't know that. But you didn't address it. Because we're all friends. We're all people. We're all going to go play at the playground. We're all going to go play basketball. We're all going to go do kickball. We're all going to go run out of the park. We're all going to pass that blunt. We're all going to hit that bottle real quick. We're all going to go party. We're all going to have fun. We're all going to go swim together. We're all going to go to the lake. Like, there wasn't no division, you know what I'm saying? There, like it, Especially not on when it came to motherfucking color. But now we're raising the youth to literally see color and to, to assume that it makes it or breaks you as a person. And it doesn't. And for this woman to say that Harriet Tubman would have left Tim Scott enslaved is a very ballsy fucking statement. And in what realm is she okay to fucking make that statement? How is that shit okay? How is it accepted? Because it sure the fuck shouldn't be. It's a fucked up thing, man. It's fucked up. That someone's going to push that kind of hate and that kind of division. Just to sow fucking chaos. Because she knows that's exactly what it's fucking going to do. 
MSNBC host Tiffany Cross. Never heard of her. Blasted Senator Tim Scott on Saturday after, declare, after he declared that America is not a racist country. Because it's not a racist country. Cross called Scott a token and suggested Harry Tudman, the woman who helped rescue slaves on the Underground Railroad, would have left Scott behind. It's a very, very, very ballsy, very ballsy statement to make. And just because you dislike someone doesn't mean you should ever show someone this amount of them and vinegar. That's what you think? Is that she would have just left, left him hang. Did you know Harriet Tudman? Did you know her? Did you know how she thought? Because I don't. If anybody knows how she thought, because you know her, you knew her, holla at your boy, let me know. All I know is what I was taught in school, which was a fair bit. Remember, I remember every year people would write new papers on her. Every year. And the papers just got better and better as we got older. Because, you know, you, you get better with your writing and shit, you know. Got better. The more, we, the more we learned. I remember, I'll never forget sitting in class. Watching the movie Roots. And crying at certain parts of that movie. And growing up. From this and growing up in the city and having friends of all races going into stores and seeing them get followed around by certain store owners. This shit fucks you up. And then as I got older and I'd go to work at a gas station and I realized you didn't fo- they weren't following us because of our skin color or because of that because of who we were it was because of how we dressed because of the neighborhood because they didn't know if we were going to steal or not not that we did and i'm not saying that it's okay to profile because it's not but i understood more why then like you you kind of get an idea like oh especially back in the day baggy jeans baggy pants all that shit like could steal a whole lot i knew i had a lot of friends that were able to steal and they could steal a whole lot of shit in those kind of pants and those big shirts <laughs> But I remember, I remember, I remember seeing it, thinking that's fucked up. And then, as an adult, going to work at a gas station and learning, this is why we watch certain people this way because we think they might steal this, or they go down this certain aisle, they're just walking back and forth, or they look like they're jiggling in their pockets, or they're, you know, not that you can do much if somebody's stealing. You got to kind of catch them red-handed. But it did, it let me know. Now, I'm not saying that in certain neighborhoods, in certain in certain certain parts of the city, that you might not have a store that's more of a douche. That is openly a piece of shit that's openly profiling. Because you do have people that are like that. And that's fucked up. But I do understand. In the majority of the cases. Why some store owners do watch people. Because they don't want you to steal their shit. Like I said, I'm not saying profiling is good. But I think in this situation... Tiffany Cross is profiling Tim Scott. Because you don't like the kind of black person he is, Harriet Tubman would have left him enslaved. Because that's what I get from this. And it makes me think when I, with my, with all the friends that I grew up with, if I asked them, is America racist? I don't know that they would tell me yes. 
Some might tell me they're, they, there's a lot of racist moments in their life that they've had to deal with, but I don't think as a whole would they generalize that racist, that America is a racist place. A lot of them have families that they're raising here. And I can't imagine that you would, you would want to raise your family somewhere that you believe is a racist, evil place. I just can't imagine that somebody would want to do that. And for Tiffany Cross to say this, it really does make me think you're, you're fucking nuts. You're a racist. You're racist against your own people. And that's worse. Because then you think it's okay. You think it's okay to say this shit. And it's not. Cross accused Scott of suffering from Stockholm Syndrome, a psychological connection that sometimes develops between victims of abuse and their abuser or captors. Tim Scott does not represent any constituency other than the small number of sleepy, slow-witted sufferers of Stockholm Syndrome who get elevated to, pro to prominence for repeating a false narrative about this country that makes conservative white people feel comfortable. Cross, I think, uses a lot of big words to sound smart, but I think that's all that is. Not only did Cross call Scott a token and claimed Herr Tudman would have left Scott enslaved, but she also accused Scott of being thirsty for white approval and suggested Scott is a tap dancer for Senator, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. There were so many contradictions in the Senator's speech that it was clear not even Scott believed the words he was speaking. I guarantee you Scott's words were more real and honest and written by his own hand than Joe Biden's were fucking. Like, they were not written by his hands. He had writers out of his ass. You're mad because Kim, Kim, Tim Scott said that America is not a racist place. But you didn't get on Kamala Harris for saying it. You didn't get on fucking Joe Biden for trying to say something along the same lines. Because didn't, you didn't want to get on their ass like that. But it's okay to get on Tim Scott like that. MSNBC should be fucking ashamed of themselves for this anchor's actions and what they said. I could go into further, I could go into detail refuting each of his ass nine points, but he did that for me. And moreover, a lesson that I've learned. Don't argue with people Harriet Tubman would have left behind. Again, how can she be so fucking sure that Harriet Tubman would have left him behind? How does she know Harriet Tubman wouldn't have left her behind for her hate and ass? Fucking a ballsy statement to really say that. Like, I really can't, I really can't believe that she said this shit and MSNBC just lets it go. I just, I it fucking, it baffles me. For so thirsty for white approval. <laughs> Scott went on to say that uh, Scott shamed the ancestors and appeased the oppressors. He suggests she and suggested that he, the Republican Party, is this Republican Party slave by invoking the movie uh, uh, Django Unchained. Please, Senator, say more about how unracist the country is while you trot out the tired line about going from cotton to Congress to clown, Cross said. Perhaps this was merely Senator Scott's audition to be Sam, Sam Jackson's understudy in the film uh, Django. How is she not one of the most racist voices on fucking TV? I'm baffled by the amount of racism in this, in this right here. The amount of hate and the amount of distaste that she has is fucking baffling. If, if this is this is only meant to inflame and hurt everything that America could ever stand for. This narrative, this message is only to hurt America. It's not to help America. It is not to help anybody in any poverty community. It's not to help anybody at all. This speech, this rhetoric, this narrative from this 
evil, evil little bitch is far beyond anything he should have ever had come in his way. This stacked on top of that Uncle Tim shit is beyond fucked up. I hope Harris Faulkner and I hope everybody else in the black community fucking drags her for this shit. I don't even want to read no more of it, man. She's fucking a she's a degenerate. She's a piece of shit, dude. I, I ain't got I ain't got nothing else for that. She's a piece of shit. Just because you dislike it, just because you dislike the Republican Party, and just because you dislike Tim Scott, you that you're gonna go off and say all that. You are a piece of lady. God help you. And I hope, I hope one day you feel fucking sorry for the shit you said. And I hope Tim Scott doesn't ever accept no bullshit apology you ever try to hand out. In the small amount of people that probably listen to your bullshit, may God step in and show them the fucking light and the darkness you be trying to fucking spread. I got to do a part two episodes about that. And I'll get an hour on this on Anchor. So that being said, jump into the part two. We're going to jump off right away. Got a Caitlyn Jenner article and a couple hours. We're going to go off on. You already know what it is. Stay blazed. Stay blessed. Stay healthy. Stay safe. I guess the biggest question for this is, what do you think about what Tiffany Scott Cross said about Tim Scott? That's the only real question I got for this. We'll go over more questions than the other one. You already know what it is. Peace.